I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, finding yourself in life's little moments. So, dear listener, I'm sitting on one of my favorite benches, and this one is high up on a cliff overlooking the vast ocean. I've made many of my podcasts from this spot, and I'm here this evening. It's about 7.30 at night, and it's in the southern hemisphere, so it's still light, and it's fairly warm, but it's been a very rainy day, and... The clouds are just breaking, which is very, very beautiful. So as the sun is setting behind me, the clouds on the horizon that hang over the horizon and and hover there to the east are catching the last rays of the sun before it sets. And they're just this illuminated, beautiful pink mauve color, puffy and suspended there, vast and beautiful. And then above me there are dark clouds that are breaking and revealing blue sky. So it had been raining but now it's like the weather's parted, the rain has parted and there is this wonderful opportunity to sit out here and to make this podcast and share these thoughts with you. So at this moment several hundred miles out to sea there's a cyclone and the cyclone has been named Oma. Now, in the Southern Hemisphere, the cyclones are what we would call hurricanes. Up in the Northern Hemisphere, those are the same things here. They're called cyclones, and they rotate in the opposite direction as the hurricanes do in the Northern Hemisphere, the hurricanes that have become known now for their destructiveness and strength and the havoc that they have wreaked on many of the communities in the in America and the strengths of these storms is increasing because the ocean temperatures are increasing and indeed the ocean at this moment here is warmer than the air it's probably in the mid to upper 70s so that makes it of course very nice to swim in although I'm not swimming this evening after the rain but the oceans are in fact getting warmer and so there's Cyclone Oma out there hovering beyond the horizon and causing as a result the swell the surf here where I'm located to be growing in its size and strength and as as I've been sitting here for the last sort of half an hour 45 minutes indeed the size of the waves have increased I believe um, to the point now where they're probably about eight feet it's a little hard for me to tell but sitting up here on the on the cliff overlooking the ocean looking down they're crashing in in this with this incredible force just crashing onto the rocks below me with these enormous bursts of foam and perhaps these the crashing waves as they hit the rocks come up a good 10 to 15 feet in just these huge foamy bursts of white so that is what is happening below me and I have been contemplating the waves now as they roll in 
and there's something extraordinary about seeing them crash in this way and seeing them so forceful and I feel protected sitting up here there are actually some surfers that are down there and loving the fact that the surf is so strong and as they say surf is up the surf's up and indeed it is so they're surfing over to my left and meanwhile I'm looking out at the horizon before me and the waves are coming rolling in eight foot nine foot seven foot perhaps some of them are even ten foot waves that are rolling in and crashing below where I'm sitting so I've been thinking a lot about something that, well, has it's been on my mind. I was reading today an article about trauma, and I've been contemplating a lot the nature of, of trauma. I've experienced enormous amount of it in my own life, and in various situations, I would say that, you know, I have certainly not been spared the experience of traumatic events and traumatic encounters and traumatic circumstances. But here I am thinking about the nature of it, and I, I'm trying to, in a sense, make my way through the healing of this trauma and trying to find a path, almost like a path through the woods that is yet uncharted in my own mind. And often there will be things that trigger anxieties or fears, and it'll come welling up, you know, from the bottom, like the bottom of the ocean. It'll just come suddenly welling up and feel just overwhelming to me. So I often feel like my task or real desire, I mean, no one wants to feel pain, we are all united in our common human desire and longing to be free of pain and trauma. And yet pain and trauma are such a pervasive aspect of the human experience, a pervasive reality for so many. And I was just reading an article which was very interesting. Somebody had posted an article about trauma and said that they, there have been studies using mice. So in these experiments, and I'm not going to say that I really condone this kind of thing because I think it, it's actually causing hurt to a living being, but the article was about how they're doing these kinds of studies of mice and how when the, the mice are exposed to a certain smell, which would otherwise be a pleasurable smell, a pleasurable fragrance, but that fragrance is then connected to some kind of traumatic experience for the mouse, then they begin to make this association, the, the mouse makes an association between this otherwise pleasurable fragrance or smell and then this traumatic experience and then becomes afraid of that fragrance because it's become associated in its its being with something that is painful. So what they've discovered is that not only is that mouse or those mice uh, conditioned or not only do they make this association and become fearful of this this smell or this fragrance, but the successive generation and then 
the next successive generation and then the next successive generation of mice are also fearful. They demonstrate fear of this uh, this smell because that association has been passed down genetically in the very cells and DNA of um, of the mice through their to their progeny to their their little ones so when you think about the fact that we likewise have as humans so many different kinds of traumatic experiences and that these are passed down from one generation to the next similarly people carry within them not only the things that they've experienced but the things that their forebears have experienced and I remember hearing how there was a woman who was a holocaust survivor and never talked to her children about the horrors that she experienced she wanted to basically forget all of it and never remember never never um, speak about the awful things that she had encountered and she had been subjected to. But regardless of that, despite that fact, her daughter had began to have nightmares, and those nightmares were related to the memories of her mother. So these are really incredible things that defy our logical mind, that this kind of trauma is embedded in us and can be passed down from one generation to the next and can remain within our tissues, within ourselves, within our living being uh, over time. So I've really been wondering, what is it that allows us to become free of this? And as I look back on my own life and I think to myself that, you know, I think of these waves crashing before me and I think of someone I can imagine as I've seen people who surf these waves. Now these waves could literally kill you. I mean, if you really didn't know what you were doing and in fact where I'm sitting is a place where people have actually lost their lives because they were surfing too close to the rocks. They lost their lives. And so this place is a a sort of infamous place as well as a famous place because people who have, sometimes people have come here who were really not equipped or perhaps it was just the wrong timing or whatever it was that happened, um, they ended up losing their lives on the rocks below from where I'm sitting. So that's one aspect of my awareness of watching these waves that there is a great humility in the face of the enormity of the power of the ocean and what I'm seeing and I also think of how also surfers can navigate these waves though and the kind of um, what would the word be the there's an experience in surfing, and I'm not a surfer at all, but I've talked to quite a few of them and many of them here, and I've seen them sometimes surf. And I've seen some famous surfers here surf. And one of the coveted experiences in surfing is being able to ride through the barrel of the wave. Now, that means that the wave is 
turning over it's coming over you and you end up in the middle of that wave as it's rolling over and there's like this space in the middle of the wave that's called the barrel and if you are skilled lucky and skilled I'm sure it takes a combination of both if you're both of those things and indefinitely skilled for sure and you manage to get into the barrel of the wave and ride it just at the right moment and go along its rolling current where there's this pocket of air this pocket of space and you keep riding through as it's rolling along and you you end up emerging like in this miraculous way you come out the other side intact whole having survived having made it through the barrel of this wave and that is the coveted sought after experience of surfing that you make it through in this incredible way through the barrel of the wave and I think to myself you know life is like these waves it is rolling with this tremendous power that can really do us do us in and many people myself included you know people have suffered at the hands of the power of life of the traumas of the things that happen of the surf, the surf of life. I don't know if this is the accurate, is an accurate metaphor, the appropriate metaphor, but the fact is that life is both awe-inspiring and, you know, deadly. It is something that can cause enormous grief, and people are, we are an expression of that, of life itself, and the grief that we can cause to others is unfathomable and has occurred, you know? And then there are these un- incredible untold numbers of events and and natural events and natural disasters, natural occurrences likewise that have resulted in so much. And I think to myself, you know, I was asking God and I was asking my dear dad who I speak to every day now who has come to me in his passing in the spirit world you know he is there I feel on the other side and I say well how does one undo how does one release and heal and come out of the trauma that one has experienced the things that become embedded in ourselves our psyche our body, our mind, our heart, our psychology, our psyche, our sort of etheric body, the part of us that is a, you know, is part of us but can't be seen. I mean, whether or not one believes in that kind of thing, I think there are these dimensions of of our humanity and of our physicality and of our psyche that are both tangible and intangible. So all of that stores so much over time and you know there's a kind of blessedness which is that there is something called grace there's something that is carried through life there's something in our midst there's something we can become aware of and this is what came to me that we are actually touched by this thing that is untouched by all of that we are free. I don't know how to put this. There's there's something that's not has not been impacted. That's that's as I look out over this horizon, I can see before me a kind of space 
and ease and freedom and as the clouds part it's like the light shines through and that light has not been touched by any thing and these waves are rolling before me and as I see them I'm actually seeing those barrels form from them you know they're forming these huge arcs and inside of that arc I can't see it like I'm not in it but I know that there's this actual space so what I feel is that I'm sitting here and I'm feeling like I'm privy to this message of something that is untouched by anything that has happened that it's untouched by all of the trauma it's untouched by all of the trauma it's like God is saying to me you're actually free and you've come out like a surfer through that barrel you've come out the other end it's like you're the surfer who's come through the barrel of the, of a wave you've surfed the tragedies the traumas you've surfed them and any of us who are alive in a sense i think have managed to come through that was the message that came to me was listen you've come through the barrel you've come through the barrel of the wave like a surfer you've come through and you're popping out <laughs> the other side you're actually emerging from it all you're naturally emerging so dear listener i wanted to share this with you because it's something that's been on my mind and heart in a big way for some time now you know and sometimes when you're really in the midst of everything that's going on it's really hard to have the opportunity or the the sort of luxury you could say of reflecting on these things i just thank god that i can sit here now looking over the ocean on this day when the cyclone is hundreds of miles out perhaps it's causing these huge waves to now crash below me but i'm sitting here with the kind of opportunity with the kind of luxury you could almost say to meditate to contemplate to think about to share these things with you and to sort of say to myself wow i thank god you know i thank god that i can i thank god that that i'm here I'm thank God that there is a barrel to come through that there is a pocket of air that is, there is a rolling space opportunity and possibility in fact of the emergence from what's happened and maybe that's all that one needs to know in the end maybe that's all that one actually needs to know that that is possible that it's there that that air as long as we're breathing we're in that barrel we're in that wave we are actually still rolling we are coming towards the light one way shape or form we're coming towards the light on the other side so with that I'll bid you adieu and thank you for sharing this with me and listening and thank you for being a part of this incredible journey it's just an amazing amazing journey So dear listener, God bless you now and forever more.